0: Welcome to the Shorthand States here on the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Matt Fallais and we're going to take you through a little preview of uh, what we can expect in the May States meeting and I say a little preview because there's actually not as much in this meeting as there has been in some uh, recent ones. In fact the main uh, item of business on the the main part of the agenda, uh, a policy letter from Policy and Resources, the Royal Assent to Projet de Loi, councillors of states and other constitutional matters. It's basically um, a move to enable the Lieutenant Governor to sign off on our laws rather than taking it to officially the King in Council. Um, not an item that you'd normally expect to be the, the, the big item on an agenda, really,
1: Matt? No, it would normally be quite a minor item. As you say, it probably in policy terms, it's probably the the, the major item at this, uh, this week's meeting. The states have got... A very heavy agenda in three meetings in quick succession, haven't they? Later in June, uh, 5th of July... A couple of weeks later in July and so this is likely to be the first this is this is going to be quite a short meeting I think but the first in a series of what will be progressively longer and more controversial meetings as we go into the summer.
0: Which is what you'd hope for and expect at this point when they're really sort of getting into the the meat of the state's term and getting stuff done um, after all of the uh, sort of preparatory stuff you tend to get in the first sort of 18 months um, but we know obviously you know things have come a little bit unstuck with the uh, revenue uh, plans going awry in the tax debate uh, nevertheless um, there we are that's that's the uh, the main item there and we'll uh, co- obviously cover that with some interest but probably uh, we're gonna spend a bit more time talking about and discussing the um, things that might come out of the update statements in the morning particularly the one from health and social care
1: yeah th- this was quite interesting and the timing of it because uh, we have a, a story in Wednesday's press uh, about the ever-lengthening gastroenterology waiting lists. Uh, there we, we know from a scrutiny public hearing that was held at the end of February that there are around 1,000 endoscopy patients waiting for appointments or waiting for procedures. That waiting list uh, remains about the same length, but the gastroenterology appointments waiting list in, in the three months since then uh, has increased um, very considerably. So we're running a story on that. It is possible that because Deputy Al the President of HSC, is making his update statement tomorrow that there will be questions asked about lengthening waiting lists. Uh, there is also a, an update statement from the Employment and Social Security President, Peter Roffe uh, in advance of a proposal from Employment and Social Security, but not at this meeting, at the next meeting, uh, about um, increasing income support rates between, or for, for basically for the second half of this year, so that might be a, a focus of, of questions that are put to employment and social security uh, in the in the states this week.
0: Yeah, you know, they were hoping, of course, in the last meeting to uh, uprate uh, for a temporary period pen, all pensions and benefits. Um, that got kiboshed so they're now looking at just income support which seem to have a bit more um a bit more approval among states members so that's gonna that's gonna be interesting to see what he has to say there i'm going back to the social uh, health and social care for a moment um the um the issue of the continuation of the development of the PEH. Do you think that's likely to be a subject of uh, some discussion tomorrow? I mean, obviously, it would preempt or attempt, perhaps, to preempt the uh, the major debate in the government work plan later in the summer. But um, it's, it's hard to imagine a discussion and a question and answer session uh, to this committee president without that sort of thing coming up.
1: I think so. I mean, De- Deputy Brod has, you know, arguably one of the toughest roles in the States, doesn't he, leading HSC? And and very often he's having to feel difficult questions about things that have gone wrong or services where people would like to see improvements. Uh, so in a sense, he wants to talk about the modernization of the Princess Elizabeth Hospital because it's a good story, good news story. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they believe it's very necessary to continue to improve the health service. Uh, it comes with a very big price tag. But they want to make their case because although um th- both hsc and education sport and culture are making the the point that they don't want their development projects to be pitted against each other the way that policy and resources looks like it's going to put forward it, its its capital development proposals in july it's inevitable that those projects will effectively go head to head so we're in this period at the moment where education are putting forward all the reasons why the state should back their Development of the uh, post-16 campus at Liz Osway and HSC are putting forward all their reasons why statesman-bishop back the continuing development at the Princess Elizabeth Hospital. So um, it, Deputy Broad is bound to want to use his statement to go on making the case as to why deputies should invest in, in the hospital. Yeah, I, feel like uh, I if necessary it, in yeah. place of of the development at Liz Oswe.
0: Yeah. Oh, I am sure he won't go quite as far as to say instead of <laughs> education's plans. No, but I mean that's likely priority. to be
1: if PNR at the moment are saying, look, you, you can't have both projects. They're both about yeah, you know, whatever it is, 130, 140, 150 million. And we don't have the funds to do both in this state's terms. So you're gonna to have to choose between health and social cares a hospital development or education sport and cultures post 16 development um, and both committees are now you know spending weeks uh, trying to sell their their preferred projects to states members and, and that is likely to continue in states meetings as well as outside the states. Mm.
0: Yeah we, we've strayed there into a preview of a later states meeting but it's inevitable because uh, that's effectively what the states is waiting for it's it's the big uh, thing coming up uh, later on in uh, end of June or is it July? July it, it'll be mid-July. Mid-July yeah. Um, now there are a few other uh, bits and pieces that we should just mention that are coming up in this uh, as you say quite likely to be a one or one and a half day states meeting and uh, Deputy Gollop is asking some uh, some questions of uh, first of all the President of Education, Sport and Culture uh, Deputy Dudley Owen and uh, it's actually all about um, the Island Games and the likely uh, legacy that he would like to see um, including questions about uh, any legacy or involvement in the arts, music and and literary communities Um, and uh, just making sure that we make the most of it really. I, I dare say that the initial responses will be well that's all in hand but it'll enable him to ask a few follow-ups
1: yeah and and he's also off the back of of uh, the island games he's he's got one question in about funding of sport um so that is likely to touch on the on the sports commission uh, because he, he's asking how education sport and culture will ensure adequate funding uh, of sport post island games and we know that at the present time, the Sports Commission is is basically fighting for its future because there's uncertainty over quite a large part of its funding source. And they had a meeting with the Education, Sport and Culture Committee last week, which was inconclusive. And so I, as I understand it, they are waiting to hear more from Education, Sport and Culture uh, about whether their funding will be secure beyond this summer their concern is that a legacy of the island games um ironically might be the the defunding of quite a, a, a big part of uh, of um of the, the the sports commission
0: it would be um, extraordinary timing wouldn't it to you know, effectively be coming out this year and saying well enjoy the island games while you can
1: and uh, you know putting the putting the uh, the stoppers on it would funding be. in future But deputy gollop is going to ask a question about that so if esc wants to uh, wants to remove any uncertainty about that and um, make a commitment about future Sports Commission funding, then, then the States meeting is, is the ideal chance because um, that question will be asked of them um, on Wednesday.
0: Uh, along with uh, some questions to the Development and Planning Authority all about um, the Island Development Plan and GP11. So, uh, as usual, Deputy Gollop making full use of uh, question time in the States and giving us uh, additional things to be able to talk to you about. And we'll be back here uh, on this feed to talk about day one uh, at the end of Wednesday. But uh, that's all from us for now.